Alright, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Locksmith Podcast, hosted by yours truly, John Bongiorno. And today, I wanted to also, so I want to talk about UFC 277, of course, like I always do. Um, but I also wanted to talk about, uh, you know, updated policy and whatnot, and how I'm going to do things going forward. Um, so I'm no longer going to do things through Twitter anymore. I'll still post on my Twitter and be active, but I'm not going to send pics through DMs, because it gets, you know, a lot um, with so many different people. Um, I'd rather just do it where I can message all of you guys at once and put the picks out at once and not have to worry about, you know, who's going to pay me at this time, who's going to do it at this time, who's going to do it at that time. Um, so it's just easier for me, and I feel like it's going to be easier for you to just see it all at once. As soon as I have the picks, I'm going to send them out, um, and you guys could see it ASAP. Uh, and it's just, I feel like going to be a lot easier on both parties. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry about that, but uh, if, you know, if you don't want to continue with me I understand if you do um you know thank you and and I will I will help you you know you will be rewarded um but for me personally that's what I'm gonna do I want to do it how I want to do it I'm not gonna do it just based on what you guys want you know totally I appreciate your feedback and I want your feedback but at the same time I'm gonna do shit the way that I want to do shit with this being my page and uh and then another thing I want to talk about first as well um is the pricing so usually I charge $5 for an individual card, which comes out to about $20 a month. Uh, this Discord is going to be $25 a month, which when you think about it is $6 a week, um, which is still not a lot. And for those of you guys who don't know, I don't bet. So I had a, something come up in life where I needed all the money I could at you know that point in time, so I couldn't bet anymore. And then I just really haven't um, since I really don't have the, the capacity to financially there's just things i need to pay for and whatnot um so you guys are making more money off my picks than i make i don't make any money off these picks i do this strictly to help you guys out so for me to charge 25 dollars a month when i'm doing the numbers i'm doing it's almost comically low so when i hear you guys complain about that or you guys complain to me it's just kind of like irksome because i'm making zero money like some of you guys some of you guys know that i don't bet but for those of you who don't I literally make zero dollars off of my plays. The only money I make throughout the week is the money that I charge for these plays. And I wouldn't charge for the plays if I bet. But um, the fact that I don't make any money off these plays is I'm not just going to do this shit for free, not make money off my own plays, and then give them out for free as well. It's just not how it's going to work. Um, so like I said, it's going to be a $25 fee a month. Uh, if you want to pay it, you can pay it. If you don't want to pay it, don't i'm not gonna lose sleep over it you know i wish you the best of luck gambling um but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do this shit for free and then sometimes people will say they're gonna pay me don't pay me get the card and it's just a big mess and i, I just don't want to put up with that shit anymore so i just thought i'd address that for you guys um and i hope you guys understand that uh and you know if you guys are mad at me you're mad at me if not i, I don't really care it's whatever um but yeah let's get into this weekend's card ufc 277 in Dallas, Texas, headed by uh, Amanda Nunes and Juliana Pena. We'll get to that fight in a little bit, but I want to talk about some other fights on here. Um, okay, so Orion Kashe and Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond coming in at plus 165, Kashe at minus 200. Um, I see the value here on the Blood Diamond side. Uh, at plus 170, you're going to get, you know, it, it's all dependent on if Kashe gets him down. And if he does, there's going to be a problem. But if not, um, I think Blood Diamond is going to be able to catch him, and I, I trust Blood Diamond to stay stay up. 
I don't think Koshke is as good as Jeremiah Wells on the ground, which is who he lost to, uh, which is who Blood Diamond lost in his first fight. So I do see value there on that side, and I'm going to play that side. Um, not big, but I will touch it. Um, just, you know, and if he fails me, he fails me. I don't, you know, I'm not going to bet on him again against a wrestler, but I'm going to trust him here um, to get the job done. Moving up, we have Nikolai Nagurianu at minus 115. He actually closed a little bit. Well, he opened at plus money. Now he is minus 115. And uh, I believe, he, yeah, Eeyore Potiera, he is fighting minus 105. I'm going to go with Nagurianu here. Uh, I think he won his last fight against Kennedy and Jukesuku, who's looked really good. Yeah, he did. He won that fight against Jukesuku, uh, who's actually pretty good. And he beat Ike Villanueva, not the best win, but still not bad. Um, he's 3-1 and one in his UFC career. Potiera, he's fought some decent competition as well. Um, but not, not quite to that level. You know, he's, he, yeah, I'm going Nigamirani here. Um, I think this is actually a pretty decent play at minus 115. You're going to get good value. Uh, Potiera, this is his first UFC fight. He fought on the Contender Series, so I'm looking to fade the Contender Series guy here. Uh, Nigamirani, I don't know if I'm going to play him yet or if I'm going to put him in the, uh, if I'm going to, like, when I say play them, I mean, like, put them on my own card, not actually bet them, because obviously I don't. So, um, yeah. Uh, next fight's a women's fight, low level. I don't really care about it. I'm not going to talk about it. Then we have Michael Morales and Adam Fudgett. Um, Michael Morales coming at a minus 650. It's warranted. Um, he's going to win this fight. Fudgett, this is his first UFC fight. Uh, came from LFA. Morales is actually pretty decent. He's 13-0, but, like, He's also beaten, like, Trevin Giles. So, like, I, I just... I mean, he's going to win by stoppage here. Um, at the minus 650, it's, it's tough to bet on. You could use him as a parlay piece as you, if you'd like. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's going to win this fight. No need to really talk about a minus 650 favorite here. Um, you know, the guy he's fighting isn't very good, and he beat Trevin Giles, who's good, and I think he's really good. So I'm going to go with Morales there easily. Uh, next up, we got Jakar Close in the lightweight division coming in at minus 220. Uh, and his opponent is Rafa Garcia, who's actually not too bad. Um, you know, but he's lost to, like, Nazrat. That loss hasn't aged really well. Um, and then you look at Jakar. Right, Jakar, he's 4-1 in his last five. His only loss being to Benil Dariush in that crazy fight, obviously. Um, but the guy beat Bobby Green, Lando Venata. You know, decent guys. He looked really good in his last fight against Jenkins. Um, knocked him out. Looked really good. And he was close to having Dariush out of there. And I think he's actually really damn good. So I'm going to go Jakar close here. Um, I'm going to say by TKO. I think that's how he's going to get it done. Uh, Hafa Garcia is pretty decent, though. But I just don't think he's on that level. Uh, the last guy I beat was, like, Jesse Ronson. I remember that a few months ago. Um, you know, it's just... The guys he fights that are good, you know... Nazrat, I mean, he's not even that good, but he still beat, they're still lost to him, so I'm gonna go with uh, hey Luna, sorry, it's my dog, uh, I'm gonna go with your car close here to get the job done by knockout I'm gonna stop uh, next fight on the card, we have Dante Mays and, I don't know how to say this last name Abdullah Wahab um, so, Abdullah Wahab Get this right, is 5-0 and with 5 TKOs against absolute cans. Like, when I tell you cans, like, this guy has fought in, like... At, like, I could probably go in there and, and hang with some of these guys. It's it's pathetic. Dante Mays is 9-4, but he's actually quite decent. He's well-built. Uh, he just beat Josh Brzean. 
He lost to Sidogan, Nascimento. Those are two really good losses, especially Sidogan. Um, and I think he's going to get the job done here. He's coming in at minus 180. He was minus like one. He was actually, I think he was plus money earlier this week. A lot of money's come in because people realize Abdullah Wahab fought absolute cans. And sorry for my dog, guys. I mean, she's just all over the place. She's just moving all over my bed. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Dante Mays here to get the job done. I really like him to get the job done. I got him at minus 140. He's already moved to, like, minus 180, minus 190 on some books. Um, but, yeah, I do think he gets the job done. I, I think he's going to look good doing it. Um, and I think we're going to see his most complete performance to date. Dante Mays. Next up, we got Drew Dober and, uh, and um, Rafael Aldez. Drew Dober coming in at minus 180. Um, he was minus one or minus 250 when I got him, so shitty price on my end. But Drew Dober, guys, look at the guys. The guy, like, look at who he's fought, right? Look at his losses. Since 2017, his losses are Dariush, Makachev, and Brad Riddell. And he's beaten, he's beaten decent fighters as well, like Terrence McKinney, um, but that was short notice. Um, he beat Alexander Hernandez, beat Nazrat Hakparas, and I think he's going to knock out Alves here. Um, you look at Alves, right? Like, he beat Jacasey, decent win. Well, to Demiris Magulov, good fighter. And other than that, he's won his UFC fights, but I just think that Drew Dober's a little too too much of a step up for him. I think Dober's bigger than him. You know, look, look at Drew Dober, he's a box. Um, and so is Alves in a way, but Drew Dober's got the reach advantage. Lands a lot more significant strikes. Um, has the ability to take you down, whereas Alves doesn't really do the takedown uh, takedowns. He kind of waits for you to take him down, and then he'll find a submission. So I'm going to go with Drew Dober here to get a dominant win. Uh, and I think he's going to make it look good. Uh, that's you know that's how I see this fight going. And I think, you know, Drew Drew's a veteran of the game. He's, he's tough as hell. He doesn't get knocked out. Uh, you know, you saw what Terrence McKinney threw at him in that first minute of the fight. I don't know how he didn't get knocked out there. So if he didn't get knocked out by that, I don't think Alves is going to do any knocking out. So um, I'm going to go with Drew Dober. Next up, a fight that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Alex Morono, Matt versus Semi the Jedi Semmelsberger. Um, so this is a biased pick uh, because I have me and Matt know each other. Uh but I'm going to go with Matt Semmelsberger at minus 165. Um, so Morono beats up on Cans, Mickey Gall, Zawada, Old Cowboy Cerrone, Reese McKee. He lost to Anthony Pettis, guys. This guy lost to Anthony Pettis in the year of our Lord 2020. He lost to Chaos Williams by knockout like a minute into the... No, 27 seconds into the fight, he lost to Chaos Williams. Matt Semmelsberger put up a war. Against Chaos Williams. Lost the fight, but put up a fucking war. Put up a fight. He just beat a guy who I rate really highly, AJ Fletcher, who I had on the podcast uh, just recently. Um, and he just starches people, Matt. And the power difference here is crazy. Morono's not going to be able to take Semmelsberger down. Semmelsberger has decent wrestling. Semmelsberger has way more pop in his punches. And Morono's a, a shitty volume striker. Like, Semmelsberger's going to put his lights out in the first round. I actually feel confident about that. Um, Matt's crazy athletic. He's got a good reach. He's got the height advantage. He's, I think he's better on the floor anyway. Like if you're able to hold AJ Fletcher down, you're gonna be able to hold Alex Morono down. Um, and Morono for me just beats up. Oh my god, that's my dog. Just beats up on cans. Um, Jesus Christ. 
just beats up on absolute cans um, that aren't UFC worthy. Um, so yeah, I think that that Matt's gonna knock him out in the first round easily. I don't think that you know he's gonna even. I don't think he's gonna last at all in there. I think Matt's gonna KO him like Chaos did. Matt's got pop in his punches. I'm going semi the Jedi every single day of the week. All right, main card time: Anthony Lionheart Smith versus Magomed Ankalaev. Uh, Anthony Smith coming in at plus 400. This line is disrespectful, guys. Ankalaev doesn't move the needle for me after his last fight against Thiago Santos. He doesn't get in, you know, wars. Anthony Smith is a guy who's gonna fucking test you. He's gonna test you and take you to a dark place that you haven't been to. And I think this is very similar to like a, I don't know. I just think Anthony Smith at plus 400 is worth a stab. I'm not gonna take a shot on Ankalaev at minus 550 against a guy like Anthony Lionheart Smith, who's been in there with everybody. He was in there with John, John Jones. Uh, that's just the first name. I mean, he's literally been in there with like Rakic, Glover Teixeira, Gustafson, Ozdemir, Hua, Rashad Evans. Like, l- listen to these names, man. Um, and he's on a three-fight win streak, three finished, three-fight finish streak, and I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna finish Ankolaev here. Like, I think he, I actually do. Like, I don't, I just don't think Ankolaev is. Like, I, th- I understand he's solid. You know, he beat Krilov, beat Ozdemir, beat Tiago Santos. Although that doesn't say anything. Beat Kudalaba twice. Uh, beat Lugiambula. Uh, um, beat Prakniel. Uh, lost to Paul Craig by submission, but was winning that fight. Literally lost with the second left, but. I don't know, man. I think that it's actually very possible for Anthony Smith to win the fight. If he keeps it, um, he's going to have to make it ugly. Whereas Ankalaev has got to keep it clean. And I think Ankalaev can do that. I just, at plus 400, that's an absurdly wide line and completely disrespectful to Anthony Smith. So I'm going to take a shot on Anthony Smith here as I don't think Ankalaev is going to make this look crazy easy. And if he does, I'll eat my words. But I just don't see that happening. So Anthony Smith is going to be Worth a shot. Next up, we got Alejandro Pantoja and Alex Perez. I'm going to go with Alejandro Pantoja. Um, so you look at the guys he's lost to, right? Uh, since 2018. He's lost to Davison Figueredo, champion, Askar Askarov. Should be fighting in the co-main event. I think he won that fight against Kaikara France. Uh, look at the guys he's beaten. Brandon Ravel, Manel Kopp, Matt Schnell. Good fighters. Um, and I, Alex Perez is a weird one to me, man. Like, Alex Perez, first of all, hasn't fought in two years. His last fight was a minute loss to Davis and Figueredo. He got the title fight for beating Formiga, Espinosa, De La Rosa. Like, come on. Uh, Pantoja's been in there with much better guys. I think that Perez uses his wrestling a lot, and I don't think that's going to do well stylistically for him. I think he's going to lose this fight. Um, Pantoja's too good everywhere. I think Pantoja arguably is one of the better... I mean, Pantoja also was in there with... He beat Brandon Moreno. He beat... Uh, yeah, Pantoja... Did he not beat Brandon Moreno? Or am I, am I bugging? I swear he did. He... D- I don't know why it's not showing up on his record, but I'm almost positive that he... Yeah, he did beat Brandon Moreno. Yeah, here it is. Okay, so he beat Brandon Moreno. Um, I think he's really good. Um, I'm going to go with Pantoja here at minus 190 all day long. I think he beats Alex Perez everywhere. And I don't think it's a close fight. I think he puts on a flawless performance. 
Next up, we got the Black Beast, Derek Lewis versus Sergei Pavlovich. This is probably the most biased pick I'm going to have of all time. I love the Black Beast. I'm never going to pick against the Black Beast unless he's fighting Cyril Gaon. Uh, truthfully, like I, I just can't pick against Derek Lewis here. Um, take this with a grain of salt. You could skip this if you want, honestly, but I love Derek Lewis. Um, and Derek Lewis is undefeated against Russian fighters. Uh... I, I just I gotta find a way to root for Derek Lewis. I'm not rooting against Derek Lewis. I, I'm not doing it. I'm letting my heart get in the way here. I don't even know if my brain would say Pavlovich because my heart is so swayed here on the Black Beast. I am never picking against the Black Beast. Although it probably should I probably could. I'm not doing it. Derek Lewis is gonna win this fight. He's gonna knock this guy out in the first round. The Black Beast, please get this done for my serotonin, for my mental health. Derek, I am asking you, please get this done, Derek. I need you to win this fight. I cannot watch Derek Lewis lose again. It's the most painful thing of all time watching Derek Lewis lose. If he gets knocked out here, like I said, I, I just I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. I I, I mean I'm just gonna be like completely bummed out for the co-main and main event. Um, Derek Lewis coming in at plus one twenty. He was minus one twenty earlier this week, but when I flipped, um. Honestly, though, like, Pavlovich throws a lot of looping shots, and I think Derek actually might catch him. Um, because Pavlovich, like, you look at, like, when guys are looping shots against Derek, they, they tend to get KO'd. And I actually think Derek's going to take Pavlovich down and ground and pound him. Um, that's how I feel like I see this fight going. So I'm going to ride with my gut here, and I'm going to go with the black fucking beast, Derek Lewis. Co-main event, Brandon Reno, Kaikara France. Interesting fight. Uh, I don't think Kaikara France should be in this fight uh, because I think he lost Askar Askarov. But it was a close fight, so I guess I can't call it a robbery. But I like Moreno here, guys. Moreno, look at the guys he's been in there with. Um, first of all, he beat Kaikara France already. Lost a split or a unanimous decision, but a close fucking fight to Davidson Figueredo. Uh, beat Davidson Figueredo, drew Davidson Figueredo, beat Roy Val, beat Formiga, beat France, drew with Askarov. Um, he's a beast, man. Brandon Moreno's good. His boxing's solid. His jiu-jitsu's really good. He's a tough motherfucker who's going to take everything to get him out of there. This is not Cody Garbrandt for Kai Kara France. This is not a guy you're going to knock out in the first two minutes of the fight. Um, Kai Kara France lost to Brandon Royval, who's really good. But, like, he still lost to him. Uh, he beat Rogerio Bontarin, um, you know, which was a cool knockout, cool walk-off knockout. I remember that one. Um... But, you know, lost to Moreno. He beat Hallian Paiva by split decision. I'm, I mean, I think Kaikara France is good. I just don't think he's Moreno good. I think there's like a clear 1A, 1B in that division. And it's kind of like a Whitaker and Adesanya situation where either Moreno or Figueredo, if they fight anybody else in that division, they're probably going to beat him. And then they just fight each other. It's kind of weird, like a Holloway Volk, you know, that type of situation. So I'm going to go with the assassin baby here, Brandon Moreno, getting it done in Dallas. Near the border of Mexico, he's going to be fighting in front of a lot of his fans. I think he's going to come out with a vengeance after losing his belt. I think he wants it back. Brandon Moreno here, I think he's going to get it done. Um, he's got a height advantage, a reach advantage, a toughness advantage, in my opinion, and a wrestling advantage. And Kai maybe has the edge in power, but that's it. And Moreno, we saw in his second fight with Figueredo, knocked him down. He hurt Figueredo bad in his first fight with Figueredo. Uh, he clipped Figueredo in the third fight. Like, Brandon Moreno's fucking good. And I think he's going to get the job done. So I'm going to go with El Debe Asasino in this one. Brandon Moreno. And now main event time. 
Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunes uh, rematch from their fight at UFC 269 in December. Um, Juliana Pena shocked the world, won the belt from Amanda Nunes, and I think she's going to retain it this weekend. And I'll tell you why. Juliana Pena is tough. She's a junkyard dog, and she is the worst matchup for Amanda Nunes possible. Amanda, I think, first of all, she switched camps from ATT to her own gym. So who's she even training with? Her her wife? You know, like, who's she training with? Um, Nunes, to me, I just don't think she has that fire anymore under her belly that she used to. She's done everything there is in the sport. She's the greatest woman's mixed martial, at, mixed martial artist of all time. And I think Juliana Pena is still hungry. I think Juliana Pena knows what it feels like to be champion now. And I don't think she wants to lose that belt. Um, and she's a junkyard dog. She's going to meet her in the middle of the octagon. She's going to eat every punch that Amanda throws at her. And I think she's going to gas her out. And I actually think she's going to stop Amanda again. Um, call me crazy. I don't know. I just And plus the value on when a fighter wins the first fight and they rematch, the, second, the fighter that won the first fight wins 70% of the time. So you're going to give me her a plus 250 here? Like you're going to give me the girl who won the first fight less than a year ago and we've seen nothing else in between, but you're going to give her a plus 250? Makes no sense to me. Makes absolutely zero sense. I'm going with Juliana Pena here, the Venezuelan vixen, to get it done again against Amanda Nunes. Um, Amanda just looked tired in that last fight. I think she's going to be tired again. Especially, you know, we see when Amanda can't finish you early, she kind of gets frustrated and makes bad decisions. I think she's going to fall into that same trap here. Juliana's not going to get finished. Um, Juliana's too tough. She really is. It's the worst matchup for a girl like Amanda Nunes because Amanda, or not a girl like Amanda Nunes, uh, a, a man like Amanda Nunes because she's not, I mean, that is, that's not a lady. I don't know what, what testosterone she's pumping, but she's pumping something. But I just think Pena's, Pena's good, guys. Pena's tough. And I think Pena's a, I think Pena could lose to other bantamweights, but I think she's a, it, stylistically, she's just a tough matchup for Nunes. And I see you're pulling through here. Um, so I'm going to go with the Venezuelan Vixen here at plus 250. You give me her at plus odds like that, I'm going to take her. Um, I'm going to take a stab on her. And, you know, I think she's going to do me well. So that's it, guys. UFC 277 preview. Nunes versus Pena. Cara France versus Moreno. I'm excited for the card. Um, you know, the UFC hasn't been putting on crazy pay-per-views. And this is not, you know, anything special. But I'm still going to watch because I'm, a, you know, I'm a loser who has nothing else to do on Saturday nights besides watch the UFC. Um, and for those of you guys who are betting on it with me, um, of course, just DM me at UFC underscore locksmith. If you want the full card, um, and uh, you know if you're going to watch the fights without betting, have fun, enjoy the fights. Um, I, think, I hope it's going to be a good night of fights. Hopefully Derek Lewis wins for me because I can't do it if he loses. I'm just not going to be able to mentally do it. Uh, so enjoy, guys. I hope you have a good night. I hope you enjoy the fights, and uh, let's go Derek Lewis. <laughs>